ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, flirts of all ages, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Blurticorn Speaks Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Angie and Montel. And we're back. We're back, everybody. What is going on? How's everybody doing? Hey, homie, how you doing? How's it going? I'm well. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. You can hear the rasp in my voice. I'm trying my best. I have been recovering from being sick. And it is driving me nuts. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Montel. <laughs> and it's your beautiful black is Angie, the How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Blurred Corn Speaks podcast, episode eighty-five. Woohoo! Is it eighty-five? I thought we were eighty-five the last time. Oh, last time was eighty-four. I had to double check the numbers. I'm like, is it eighty-five? Yeah, it's eighty-four. Because I had to look and make sure. Because I almost thought it was eighty-five last time. But we are back, you guy. And if you're <laughs> And if you're listening to this, we are recording this on Mother's Day. So to all the beautiful moms out there who are doing their best to raise leaders, creators, innovators, happy Mother's Day to my podcast partner, my homie, my friend, my confidant. Happy Mother's Day, sweetheart. Happy Mother. Oh, thank you. I was about to say, happy Mother's Day. Don't tell me that. You Wait a month from now. You got your day coming. You got your day coming. Yeah, wait a month from now. And then you'll be like... Happy Father's Day to the bald-headed fool. And they're like, okay, there we go. I take it. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, you did not. Okay. I see how you is. But uh everything is good. We're like this is Mother's Day, and we're gonna make this uh a very special. We'll try to make this a special episode, dedicate this to all the Mm -hmm. the blurred moms out there who are raising the future creators because y'all for i'm gonna tell you what straight up and i mean this angie and i ain't gonna be doing this forever so we need to someone else needs to take these ranks at one point eventually down the line (laughs) she wants to be with her legos and i want to be with my comics so we're gonna keep it pushing (laughs) but crazy (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, and y'all hear the rasp in my voice. I will apologize in advance. I do not have my normal, no, my normal sexy smoky voice that is quite versatile, but um, it's sexy smoky <laughs> voice. <laughs> I'm the one that's recovering from strep throat. Yes. Both of us, we, we got hit really hard, but see, you sound like more like yourself. I sound like I am just getting out of puberty. I am not down for this. I, don't, I can hear the rasp, but you always sound like you're just getting out of puberty. Oh, you know what? You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I'm so just saying. We're going to jump into the speak out before any further ado. Miss um, Angie, do you have anybody you want to speak out for? Yes, I want to speak out on um, one of my good girlfriends, Miss um, Brewer. Brewer, sorry. She's a first grade teacher at one of the local elementary schools here in Virginia Beach. And um, we we were pregnant at the same time. She had her son Nolan about a month before I had Sydney, who will be seven in two weeks 
Oh, really? Time flies. <clears throat> wow. And recently, out of the blue, I haven't talked to her in for a long time. And recently, her husband, Dr. Brewer, sent out an invitation for me to bring Sydney to um, Nolan's seventh birthday party because his birthday is in April. Mm-hmm. And I have con- I have consistently ran into her. Oh wow! Every single weekend <laughs> since the birthday party, I've seen her in Kroger, and I saw her yesterday at Sam's Club. And I just want to say, you know, Happy Mother's Day! You know, to one of my girl girlfriends. Hopefully, once school gets out and all of the kid activities have taken a back seat, we can get together and catch up. With some wine, you know, I'm a lightweight now, so please bear with me. I can <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, oh I bar. I went to I went out to dinner Friday night and I could not finish my one glass of wine. I need to be locked up. My daddy rolling over in his grave from that abuse of alcohol. Oh my goodness. But anyways, it was great seeing you. You know. God does stuff on purpose. And now that I have seen you three weekends, <laughs> confirmation, three weekends confirmation. in a row, <clears throat> that's a sign. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of my other girlfriends, to my besties. Um, not so quiet, quiet storm. And, you know, Chief Walker, happy birthday to my village. Um, big booty, Miss Tippy. <laughs> very well endowed miss tippy <laughs> and layla happy birthday happy mother's day ladies and i can't wait till we all get together next. all right all right so my speak out is going for i'm gonna dedicate this one to my mom um miss june that mother huh? and mom <laughs> I know she's like she just did not forget about me, did she? No, she no. Don't even listen. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm dedicate this uh, dedicate this one to my mom, uh, Miss June. This is a lady who started me on my path, and she encouraged and she she nurtured and she enriched me, being the man that I am today, the blurred that I am, and I love her to death. When I tell you this lady, she even helped, she even included me in her education to get her degrees because she said, my son knows algebra and she would make me do her algebra homework. Like, mama, this is cheating. It's not cheating. I'm, I'm, I'm utilizing cheating. You ain't trying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm utilizing available resources. Oh, yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But the whole time. (laughs) Yep. But the entire time she never discouraged me from my love for cartoons and comics and being creative. She never discouraged me. She always said, Monty, if that's what you love, then do what you love and don't let anybody stop you. And she was the impetus for me being who I am today. And I love this woman implicitly. So Miss June, my speak out today is for you. And I'm gonna throw a little side on there. I'm gonna throw a speak out to the mother mothers of my children because they encouraged my kids to be as blurty as they are now from my oldest to my my youngest baby and i'm loving it so definitely giving them a speak out to miss anita and miss sylvia god bless you 
We may have had our differences, but I love y'all for what you brought to this world and what you gifted me and just seeing that legacy. So to Miss June, Sylvia, Anita, thank you. This is for y'all, to my babies, and to all the blurdy moms in the world who are encouraging your kids <laughs> to pick up that pen, to start writing, pick up that pencil, start drawing, to get on the keyboard and program or to write or get in front of the anything like that. This speak out for y'all. Happy Mother's Day. Much, much love. Mm-hmm. All right. We're a woman of cosplay, KD. Happy Woo. Mother's Day, ladies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one of our, our main <laughs> listeners and one of our favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. My, I love when we get a chance to talk to her. CK is one of my favorite people. And hopefully, if she is not too busy in the near future, we will get her back on here for another appearance. No, I haven't interacted with her in so long. She has been mad busy. Trust me. She she but has girl, even... her co- I mean, but girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I was talking to her. Girl, you look good in that cosplay. I can't, was it was it Fayday? Yeah, it was her Fayday cosplay. Our Game of Thrones. I don't remember oh, something, but it was phenomenal girl. How you doing? <laughs> So we just going, we're going to keep it pushing. All right. So we're going to go into lay download. So Miss Angie, our resident gaming fanatical, our mobile gaming queen, what do you have? I got a um, NFY for Looney Tunes World of Mayhem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And if y'all don't know what NFY stands for, it stands for a nigga fuck you. <laughs> oh, I, soon as you said NFY, I said, oh, here so we go. So recently it has been a trend with mobile games. And I am going to assume because the three main games that I play are owned by the same company. Two of them, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think the third one applies but two of them are owned by owned by the same company okay scoping and they do these month-long events sometimes those month-long events turn into two three even 12 month long events so scopely decided and i talked about this a couple of podcasts ago decided that they were going to have a daffy takeover and daffy was going to take over and was going to have this whole animation theme mm-hmm. where you know, and at the end, you got this uber legendary, like how we got Big Chungus. You know, you get, it's a seven star unlock. Almost like a galactic legend in fucking um, Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. So, for the whole month of April, probably from the end of March, the whole month of April, we were collecting these pieces, you know, these little coin pieces to get duck amok mm-hmm. now i don't know if you guys remember you know all y'all old heads um the old the old looney tunes where the animator takes over and erases yep. daffy's body and draws yeah. like this alien body that's green with like purple spots mm-hmm. that's duck amok right so i'm like boom i got about ten thousand pieces i know i'm about to unlock this nigga no that is not the case. What happened when they finally released Duck Amuck was that 
you get this wheel that costs 1,000 pieces to spin the wheel one time. So I got like 12,000 pieces, 13, something like that. So I think I spun the wheel like 15 times. Ask me how many pieces I got because they only give you like 45, 25, 35, 45 oh, boy. per no, spin. I can't and even it. the jackpot only gives you 100 pieces, I think. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> After exhausting my almost 20,000 pieces, I had less than half of the required tune pieces that I needed to unlock. Good grief. And this is the second week in May, and I have acquired only another 500 pieces. Well, normally they have, you know, the gameplay every day where you can go in and you can do the daily challenges and you can, you know, slowly unlock pieces or you can unlock the required tokens to right. spin the wheel to get the pieces. They give you other ways of getting more, more uh, chances to spin the wheel. Well, these ninjas decided <laughs> on the first row, uber easy, Right. But you don't get enough pieces to spin the wheel. It's about, I don't know, two, three hundred. What? When you get to the second chapter, fucking duck amuck is required. When the next day's challenge opens up, duck amuck is required. Day three, <laughs> required. Day four, required. Day five, required. Day six, required. <laughs> Day seven Jeez. required. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> so for a whole fucking week, I was only able to do chapter one of day one and check and the general um gameplay row one. And for the last two weeks, I have not been able to acquire enough pieces to spin the wheel because I can't unlock. Mm. And, you know, we all know that there's an algorithm that after you spun a wheel so many times, if you have done something so many times, I don't know if you guys know this, but it is. There are all algorithms that give you drops based on how much money you spend. And there are mm -hmm. algorithms that if once you spend a certain amount of times, you are guaranteed a jackpot. And yet, I ain't got a jackpot in about mm. a while. <laughs> and yet, here we are, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. And I'm not the only one that's upset about the fuckery that it is. That is so There dumb. is no rhyme or reason why for someone who had almost 20,000 tokens. Mm hmm. For me to be, I think I'm 700 tune pieces away from unlocking. And there's only two more. That weeks. ratio is just all kinds of foobar. That ratio is all far. Wow. Listen, I have come to the realization. <clears throat> this is my stance on things, especially in Marvel Strike Force. In Marvel Strike Force, I have already succumbed to the fact that <laughs> I may not unlock a character the first time around. Mm -hmm. And I'm cool with that. Because I know that I'm a casual player and I know that I'm not spending a, the big bucks 
fucking Marvel Strike Force now in order to unlock a character be before their event is $100. One and that don't even max out the damn character. It only gives you like a three, Jeez. four star unlock. Jeez. <laughs> what? The no, none of that makes any sense. It's like they are really trying to make sure that you dig in deep just so that you can get something. Like you're going to be blinded by the goal that you'll do whatever it takes. And I'm telling I'm telling you, y'all go back and listen a couple podcasts back when I said I am really enjoying this event, you know, mm -hmm. and I love in um, Looney Tunes World of Mayhem. I'm at that point in the game where I'm pretty much in game and I can unlock a character whenever they're released. And then um, Looney Tunes World of Mayhem was like, "Fuck you, bitch!" No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. You think you're gonna get some shit? No, boo. <laughs> sit down. Get your life. Sit down. Take several seats in the arena. In the by arena. yourself. <laughs> so now I said, you know what? I'm gonna take a I still have my streak. I still I have like a 453 day streak. Um, I did end up changing alliances. Um I'm still looking for an alliance. I don't want an alliance that's like uber strict. You know, I do want to have some flexibility and whether or not I want to participate. But I think I'm going to take a step back and I'm and now um, I'm focusing on unlocking apocalypse because I'm trying this thing that I saw on a video where um you can use the lower level to help you build for the second level. And so far that's been working for me. I don't think I am ever going to finish Dark Dimension 5 and they about to release Dark Dimension 6. I've been fucking stuck mm. on the same node, non-legendary global for the last two months. Please. If anybody is out there listening, DM me, call me, send me a back signal or something and tell me what fucking team are you, who are you using to get through the, the second nodule of non-legendary global? Please let me know. Let me know because I'm stuck. <laughs> so, you know, that's my fucking download. Fuck you, Skull, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Mine is along those same lines as you with Marvel Snap. Mm. Um, well, with Diablo 4 coming out next month, I've been trying to get the coins together so I can buy it. And mm. on June 11th is going to be my marathon stream. So if you're listening to this and you want to see me play Diablo 4, um, June 11th, that's when it's going to be. Excuse me. So... Marble snap with a bitch ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. So days change up. I learned a few things along the way since I've been playing snap and something said, well, why don't I have access to all the cards? Why can't I get access to certain cards? If I don't go with the premium with, I don't go with the season because let's face it. 
Yeah, that's great, but you're still at the mercy of whatever you get based on how you get to certain levels in the Mm -hmm. season. (coughs) Excuse me. So I found out that cards, when when you finish a season, two seasons later, those cards will become available in the pool. I know this because I got Absorbing Man. And Absorbing Man was available two seasons ago. As yeah, I was like going I got through, the Helo Carrier, huh? Yeah, like how I got the Helo Carrier. Mm-hmm. How you got the Helo Carrier with your ass? I ain't yet got that fucking thing. Oh my gosh, y'all! <laughs> you know how mad I was. She said, "I got the Helo Carrier." What the fuck? So, I text Martel. I was like, "Is this a good card?" <laughs> I lost my shit. Okay, I lost my total motherfucking shit. I was like, "Damn it." <laughs> I don't believe this. So I found out that and I said, okay. So that means I have incentive to not spend any more money on the seasons because eventually Nebula will be available and uh, the variant group and Rocket will be available. And that's cool. Not mm-hmm. a problem. So as I'm playing through, I look down and I see the card that I need, which is um, which is no, no mm-hmm. is just so broken. And I and of course I'm not gonna get Galactus anytime soon. So, so fuck you, second dinner. Um, <laughs> I'm just like you got Galactus. No, the fuck I don't have Galactus. You know who I got? I got Jeff. That's who I got. I got fucking Jeff, gotcha. which I'm happy about because Jeff is so adorable and Jeff is broken. So I end up getting Jeff, and I said, wait. So how are y'all figuring out who gets what? So as I'm going through and I'm looking at this, I'm sitting there saying, you mean to tell me that you can be rewarded for grinding, but (laughs) unless you spend the money for all of these variant cards, you're going to have to wait. It's not about how much you play. It's how long you have to play. Mm -hmm. I said, this is kind of dumb. Because the playing field is uneven, especially if you don't know what your opponent has. Everybody's carpool is different. Right. I went on my iPad, I was playing, and I looked and I saw that there were cards that I that haven't even I don't even have that haven't even come out, or mm-hmm. cards that have come out, but I have no way of getting. Mm-hmm. So this goes back to what I was saying, like what you said. You're putting in the time, you're putting in the grind, you're putting in the effort. But there are certain cards you just don't seem like you're getting close to getting. And now right. with the new season coming out soon, so the, the Guardian season is going to end up ending in, I think, another week, week and a half. And then they're going to go into another season. And Howard the Duck is getting ready to come out. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. It was funny. It's like, yo. And these other cards are coming out, but we're still not getting any closer to getting the other cards that were missing. I'm still missing Destroyer. I'm still missing Galactus. I'm still missing um, Brood. Brood was um, uh, was a drop too. Mm-hmm. And I still ain't got nowhere near that. And I'm looking at deck profiles. I'm like, oh, wow, I don't have that card. I don't have that card. I still ain't got that card. <laughs> Fuck that card. I, I want that card. And while I still enjoy, I do enjoy playing it, and I'm going to keep saying this 
going to keep saying this. Stop with the fucking titles. Stop with the fucking titles. They don't mean shit. Give me tokens. Give me credits. <laughs> Give me some shit I can use. Give me some shit I can use. <laughs> Bruh. Even with the avatars. Okay, the avatars are fine. You'll even come across um, card covers. Cool. I like the card covers. I like mm-hmm. that. They're great. They're wonderful. Decorative. That's fine. Wonderful. But the titles? Okay. Second dinner, if you're listening to this podcast, which is a good chance that you're not, but hopefully someone who is listening to this will take the suggestion. You need to do an exchange store. You need to do a store. Okay. Here's what I propose. If you have an avatar you don't want, if you have a title, which is all of them, that you don't want. <laughs> that you don't want. That you don't want. You should be able or to go. To, huh? Or a so, double. <laughs> Not a double. What do you what do they call them? Um, a variant or a variant? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I have a problem with any of the variants. I just got the the variant sunspot the other day, and that one was dope. Okay, let's sidebar. Sorry to interrupt. Okay, are the variants different? Like, what is the fuck is the purpose of having the variant? Is it just the cosmetic? Different... Cosmetic. They look dope. So what's what's the purpose? Of having a vanity, pure vanity. That's like with the titles. What's the point? Honestly, let me trade this fucking variant in. If it's honestly, if it's a variant for a card that I don't use, I don't have a problem with it. Now, if it's a card that I use, cool. Okay, I'm with it. I've got five different versions of Blue Marvel, (laughs) and I love all of them. Um, (laughs) At that exchange store, you should be able to trade in that title for, say, either 200 credits or 300 tokens that way you are opening the market to people who want to put into the game who will invest more in the game not necessarily monetarily because let's face it people don't have the kind of money to spend but what you're doing is you're creating a healthier market by providing the general public and the 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 dedicated players a means of getting the cars that they're looking for. No, right now, I've got no pinned. So I'm not going to lose him at all. He's mm-hmm. 3,000 tokens. I'm at 1,800. At the rate that I'm getting tokens, I'm going to be retired from another job. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I know, Quite right? Idea. It's like, what the <laughs> hell? So open up a marketplace and step, stop, stop telling me okay if i spend a hundred dollars i'll get twelve thousand five hundred tokens i'll get ten thousand credits i'll get four thousand boosters and i'll get a variant card i'm not giving you a hundred motherfucking dollars for what if i spend a hundred dollars and guess what you need to find out my address and send me artwork of a variant card of my choice yeah i should at least get the choose exactly exactly make it healthier for the the general player who comes in and you know yeah i've spent money in it because i've enjoyed the game Mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna keep investing money in this game if i'm not getting anything on my return i still don't have certain cars i'm looking for i still don't have galactus i still don't have helicarry i still don't have brew but i play 
anyway. Mm -hmm. I still tell people about the game anyway. So second, then I need you to get your shit together. You need to create a token exchange store somewhere. Y'all are making all types of stuff. Y'all are nerfing cards. It's like, oh yeah. Um, yeah, this card was a three, three. Now it's a three, one. Why? Because it's dangerous. To who? <laughs> I'm not competing against anybody in this game to go to the world Marvel snap championships. I'm never going to get there. I'm not a competitive player in any sense. I am as casual as it comes. I enjoy the game. I enjoy telling people about the game. I enjoy playing with people. Angie and I have yet to have our first Marvel Snap match. And mm -mm. you know what? I'm still salty. Huh? I'm, I'm still salty about the whole team fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Well, hold on, hold on. What? I'm still salty about that whole team fiasco. When you changed my damn team around and then I couldn't win a fucking match. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. Say, you tell me to let it go. Go ahead. Guess what? I'm not because I'm black and I'm a Virgo. You know, I ain't fooling with you. So, second dinner, fix that. Okay. So now we're going to get into our <laughs> saga and I'm going to let Miss Angie handle that. Miss <laughs> Angie, what's going on in your journey, my dear? Um, so for my saga, I've really been, I finished up, um, the Mandalorian season three. I'm patiently waiting for Ahsoka and some of the other series to come out. So what I've really been watching lately has been... <laughs> My ratchet reality shows. I've been getting caught up on all of those. Um, I don't really watch the mainstream ones. So typically I've only been watching like um Brett and Judy, which mm. I love them. And I've been watching um Love After Lockup has, you know, concluded. But mm. you know, we we still need to talk. I still haven't finished the last two episodes of the bad batch and i need to do that i don't know why i'm savoring the flavor but i just feel like i need to i, just, <laughs> I you know you know i just i i don't do well when i think i'm about to lose someone like when i got to the point and spoiler alert it's been deck it's been a fucking decade so if y'all ain't read the book or watch the show by now fuck y'all when I got to the point in the book where oh Jon Snow they had stabbed him to death and I had to stop at that chapter I'm like, oh my, oh my, oh my fucking God, Jesus, John Snow is dead. Well, this saga's getting, getting juicy. Okay. <laughs> so when I saw Crosshair being taken down, I was like, oh my God, something the fuck is going on. I need to take a break. I need to get myself together. So mm -hmm. I need to go back and I need to finish the last two episodes of that. And I think after that, I will rewatch. Um, I think I'm going to start from the beginning. And I am going to rewatch the Clone Wars. Ooh, um, okay. I have been listening to some of the audio, some of the Star Wars audiobooks, which are now not canon anymore. <laughs> they are legend since you know Disney took over the franchise. Of course. Really say that I'm happy about that, but I digress. And so um <laughs> <laughs> don't hold back tell us how you really feel boo <laughs> that's how i feel what i would like to do is and i've tried this before but i think i'm going to go back i also have not finished 
um, House of the Dragon. Because again, like I said, the last episode that I watched was a little bit hard for me. So I'm like, look, I need to take a break. I need to recoup and then I need to go back and I need to finish it. Got it. Um, but I'm excited about where some things are going. So now with that being said, all of my sci-fi fantasy things, there are plenty of shows that I need to watch. Like I need to go back and I need to get caught up on The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll probably do this summer once Sydney is gone to her dad's because it's hard for me to watch stuff like that because she's always around me, which is why, yeah, you know, I, I yeah. couldn't finish it in the first. I was like, ooh, you know what? <laughs> you can't be here, baby. This content, you can't be here. <laughs> you can't be You can't be asking mommy questions and <laughs> mommy does not want to answer. Right, so I've been loving like these period dramas, these, you know, docu-series, the docu-dramas. Um, I watched, I finished Queen Charlotte last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you, Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. Girl. <laughs> Girl, you're doing a good job. And I would like to point out, I saw, I've, I usually never see Easter eggs the first time I watch a show mm-hmm. um it's very rare you know I'll be onto something but I don't really catch it like I'll notice something but I don't really catch it and I noticed that in one of the episodes um King George and Queen Charlotte were looking at their portrait and right next to their portrait was a portrait of the real Queen Charlotte. And I thought that was so cool. I was like, people ain't gonna realize that this white lady, the real Queen Charlotte, but okay. That is incredible. All your glory. (laughs) Imagine how many people picked it up on the first time, though. That would be, you know, you really into your period pieces. To realize, because, you know, it's a lot lot of people that think, you know, the real Queen Charlotte was low-key black. She wasn't. She was German. You know, not to say that you can't, you know, have a Moorish you know ancestry which she may have but for the most part she was pale mm. you know so mm. as, as pale as a bowl of rice huh yeah 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 yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know we're not gonna talk we're not gonna say too much about queen victoria grandma something okay, about but, the sun so... <laughs> something about the sun you know right. <laughs> or yeah. lack thereof so so that's my, my that's my I did. I started Ultraman. I think last Ooh, night too. Okay, when Bridgerton was done. Yes. Um, okay. I was mad sleepy by that time. I didn't get through the first half of the first episode, but I can revisit it. I'm totally disappointed now. I'm totally disappointed. But I'm gonna go back and revisit it. So, you guys, that's my um, that's my. That's your saga. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was, saga, I was you. Just gave your blur about. vision. So. I gave my blur vision. That's Damn. all right. That's Damn, all right. Y'all. I ain't even, all I had was coffee this morning. I promise. You know what? That's all right. But you know what? I'll even. I have my- nothing to report on my saga about Legos. I may start to build a set today because it's Mother's Day. Oh, um, yes. But otherwise, probably I won't. Okay. Say now, hi, Sydney. I went- Gotta come <laughs> we have as a special guest, y'all. <laughs> she is getting so big. That's my blur business saga. <laughs> Back to you, Montel. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <coughs> All right. So, Blur Vision, 
I ain't got shit to report. I'll be the first thing to tell y'all. I don't have anything. I haven't really been watching anything other than true crime on YouTube. Shout outs to my two favorite true crime channels on YouTube, that chapter and coffee house crime. I enjoy those immensely. Um, I am just been digging deep into that. I started a, the, the new series on Paramount Plus called Rabbit Hole with Kiefer Sutherland. Anything involving Kiefer, and it has to do with some sort of spyware, espionage, something like that, I'm really, I really get enjoy. And this is a really dope series. So if you haven't checked it out, please check it out because it is incredible, but it will mind fuck you. No, no, you're good. No joke. It will that that show. I'm already on episode four, and I'm like, wait, what? Just when I thought I had an idea or a grip of what was going on with the show, the show goes, nah. Nah, you, you see that you see that alley right there? You missed that alley. Yeah, but I'm walking down the street. Walk down the fucking alley. So and I'm walking down the alley. Um so my blur vision is pretty much catching up on anime. I'm caught up on One Piece officially. Over 1094 episodes. I am there. Uh I haven't started anything new yet, so I'm just trying to just clean up what I've got. Uh as far as the saga. Twitch, y'all, I need y'all to do better. I need Twitch to do better. Twitch is getting there, but you still got dummies. You still got dumbasses. And I need y'all to do better. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make a correction on what I said. Uh I think it was two actually it was last episode, last full episode that I did. Mm-hmm. On Twitch, you are creating communities. I'm gonna bring it down a little bit. In Twitch, you're creating neighborhoods. <laughs> you're creating neighborhoods because need some water. Girl, I need a new throat. That's what the hell. <laughs> Y'all, I am so sorry. I will mute my microphone when I have a coughing fit. When he and has a coughing fit. So I do. I apologize. <laughs> He's like, I apologize. I'm out of tea and I'm like, no, I'm suffering. Um, Because community seems a bit big and it seems a bit vague. So mm-hmm. I thought about that and said, okay, communities can bring people together. What mm-hmm. makes it more personal? A neighborhood, a street, a cul-de-sac. And in my case, a blur to sack. Ha. So you make it personal and you make it more relatable. And after my last Twitch stream, I realized that this is a neighborhood that I have helped to build, to grow, to invite people in, to nurture, and mm-hmm. to make it a safe space. That will never change. It will always be a safe space. It will always be a place where you can come be yourself no judgment, max respect, always welcoming, and you get to be yourself. You've got people around here who still don't do that. And I even talked about it on my Twitch stream. You could go anywhere and find anything, but that mm-hmm. doesn't make it welcoming. That doesn't right. make it uh, inclusive. Mm-hmm. What it does is just says, here's an option, caveat emptor, you know, mm-hmm. buyer beware. And I'm not about that life because I've traveled Twitch before I became a streamer and I saw some things that were cool. And I saw some things I said, why and how the holy hell? I even did an experiment, Angie. Okay. 
I went into the search bar on Twitch, Twitch, Twitch proper, not as a streamer, but as a viewer, and I said, hot tub. <laughs> Girl, do you know how many pasty skin, rice resembling, <laughs> half-dressed mannequins popped up on my screen? I said, what the hell? What is the entire hell one was actually in a bikini putting together a desk and i said girl wait what yeah yeah see <laughs> you see angie's face that was my reaction when i saw it she was in a two-piece bikini boobs from here to california not from here to california here to california. continue <laughs> just and, and and looking like a rima paper putting together a computer desk and the first thing i thought of was <clears throat> really this is what we're doing this is how we're garnering viewers and followers and subscribers mm -hmm. by you taking a bunch of random fabric putting across you calling it a bathing suit and then getting a buying a desk from walmart or ikea if you're fancy and putting it together on stream <laughs> i was just blown away so not all streamers are created equal and some are less appealing than others so i will continue to say this the blur de sac is open to everyone and anyone doesn't matter your walk of life just come in there be yourself and contribute to the conversation. All right. That is Masaga. So we will delve into our topic for today, which is something <laughs> I suggested, which is synonymous to the occasion. As you know, as we mentioned before, today is Mother's Day to all of the moms out there. Blurred, nerd, non-blurred, non-nerd life-giving entities who have brought future leaders, CEOs, creators, innovators into this world. Thank you. Thank you to the moms, the grandmas, the great grandmas. Thank you to the aunties. Thank you to the cousins, the sisters, to all of you who have brought life into this world. Whether you believe you, you are worthy of it or not, you deserve all accolades because when you give life, you are a superhero. You are a, a life giver. Angie is a life giver. Angie's also a superhero. So to me, all blurred moms, attention, take heed. You are special. We are separating you from the herd because y'all are bringing a special breed of people to this world that are going to deal with some situations and circumstances and difficulties more so than the mm -hmm. average person. Mm -hmm. And if you continue to nurture your kids to love different things and to have an appreciation for that and to even delve into being creative, that is a nurturing spirit. Now, someone would say, well, that's typically what a mother's supposed to do. No, not all mothers do that especially if they're trying to conform to what society says is normal. Yeah. Cause my mom told me, um, <laughs> like in comic books and superheroes was for boys. And when she said that before, I was like, wait, what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. My mom said it was for boys. 
<laughs> just for boys and she didn't understand why I wanted books instead of toys <laughs> but that was what you love though and that's what you and, and and that's one of the reasons why I love Angie because she did not have that type of rearing like I did but she's imparting it on her kids and and whether you know it or not there are some who who to this day still think it is an immature thing to watch anime, to read comics, to go to conventions. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's my gift. Uh, <laughs> Can you go with them squishies? You know how I feel about <laughs> and I marvel at Angie every time we talk, every time that we interact. Because she is one of my dearest <laughs> and closest friends. She is literally considered, I put her in the, the scope of being one of my confidants. Because I could talk to Angie about anything and everything. And one of the things I marvel at is that I see Sydney. I see <laughs> her. I, I see her son. I see and, and their, their love for it. And she encourages that because she's along those lines too. Got to put my co-host out. Cool me. There's no problem. Sometimes <laughs> the special guests got to go back to the green room. <laughs> you got to go. I need you to go back to catering, baby. <laughs> you didn't quite get all of the celery sticks. I need you to go back to catering. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love you. And she got, looked like she got all the celery sticks. But I, ma'am, I honestly you. say thank you especially to folks like Angie and to my mom because my mother was one of the people in my life who my mother, my grandmother were the, were the two biggest supporters of me being a reader, being mm -hmm. a creator because I wanted to create my own comics. My grandmother would actually make space on the dining room table, the most hallowed ground in my grandmother's entire house. Mm -hmm to let me sit there with my paper and make my comics. I was awful at drawing, but I was determined. But to... she was determined. Mm -hmm. And she but saw that. you were encouraged. Indeed. Indeed. And okay, I'm going to give it to my uncles and stuff like that too. But see, to me, I felt like that was expected. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was expected. But as a, as a you know, even my mom, Whenever somebody would bring a, uh, my somehow my mother always seemed to get a hold of comics, and she would bring it home to me and go, "Manny, I got this for you." And it would be comics from Radio Shack, from um, <coughs> some store chains that were doing things. Especially the I still got the one I got from uh, Radio Shack. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Radio Shack for trying to do something that they weren't trying to overcharge you for it was free so i guess they couldn't charge you for that because they were trying to encourage it but your journey as a mom as a blurred mom first of all did it did 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 you find it simpler when you had kids to kind of impart that on them first of all you have to remember that i was not con i was not cognizant that i was a blurred. <laughs> 
the first step in the journey is to realize. I understand. Gotcha. I thought that my likes and my passions were normal. I actually didn't find out until I was an adult. And I mean, an adult adult. How adult were you? Uh, Within the last year. Oh, shit. So I caught her on the, I, I caught her in the beginning of her genesis. Okay. Where I thought, you know, but I've explained to you before that my experience wasn't the same experience that you had, but maybe it was there and I just didn't recognize it for what it was because I was so, I was so into my own world or into my own world because my books would take me places, you know, that um, I never dreamed I could go or could be. And so it was important to me for my children to see me reading and therefore love reading. My two older ones, you know, like, you know, shout out Happy Mother's Day to my oldest. Um, she just this past week has already read 50 books this year. 50 mm. books, not audio books, wow. not you know, ebooks, 50 physical books, and it's May. <laughs> Damn. So, you know, it comes easy when what you are doing is a way of life. And you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's it's not it's something that they they are exposed to on a daily basis. Dylan loved Spider-Man. So I would take when the Spider-Man movies will be released, I would take her on release day. Me and her would go see Spider-Man. Just me and her. You know, David loved Tony Stark. Bailey was never like a superhero type of girl because the era that we're in now, where the super the superhero movies were being made and produced were just not that good, you know. There was probably one Hulk movie that was pretty good, but you know, that's some of course. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. Shout outs to Ed Norton. There Thank was you. no Wonder Woman when 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 Bailey was little. But Bailey had some horrible Hulk movies. Mm. She had the X Men. X Men ninety two. <laughs> Let's go. Not even X Men ninety two. She yeah, had the original X Men. You know, it's almost thirty. So, girl, if you don't go on with that mess, go on out. <laughs> get on out of here. You talking about the cartoon or the movies? Huh? You talking about the cartoon or the movies? She she grew up on the original X Men cartoon, but also the movies when she was Sydney's age. Gotcha. Um, was when the original, you know, X Men. Well, they, when they say X Men '92, that's usually t t uh, to the cartoon. A lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. So, so sorry, I had to eat a cookie. Uh -huh. Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> Happy Mother's Day! But again, it wasn't really hard because. It was stuff that they saw me doing. And I didn't think it was anything wrong. I just thought I loved movies like that. Mm -hmm. I love Star Trek. So I watched it. I loved, you know, Flash Gordon and Star Wars. And yeah, 
And, and you know what's funny is when you it just came it. natural because it was it was something that I did and now I realize that the people around me tolerated it because I loved it. <laughs> Tolerating. That's a word. Toleration. You know what's funny? Um, in my journey, and I think about this now, when you said you said that just now, I watched Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, for the first time ever with my mother. And it was with my mom, my stepdad at the time, and one of my sisters. And we were in the living room watching Raiders of the Lost Ark um, on TV. And she got more excited about the movie than I did. Mm-hmm. Especially the uh, um, anytime there was a chase scene. Her favorite scene is when she faced down, when, when Indy faced down the swordsman in the middle of the bazaar. And mm-hmm. he's 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 flaunting the sword he's swinging it around he pulls out the pistol and just goes bow <laughs> my mother <laughs> screamed and said that's what you get for being stupid and i said this is why i love my mama <laughs> because you get for being stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like look he's like i'm not gonna fight with you she pow um <laughs> but then when the movie was over she was asked me did i like the movie what did i like about it Mm-hmm. Do you think you could write a story about it? Do mm-hmm. you write a story like that? And I, I was like, I wonder if other moms do this. And I found out, no, most people just finish watching the movie and they go do whatever they got to do. But my mother was, con- she was continually challenging me to stay creative. Uh-huh. And a lot of my creativity didn't pop out until I would say mid high school. I mean, it was early in years, but as far as cognizant of it, it had to be around my sophomore year of high school. And then it just went from there. Um, but I definitely give a shout out. And I definitely give much respect to all the moms out here who are just raising their kids the best way they can. Mm-hmm. And who are continually encouraging them to be creative because now we're in the age of technology. Right. <laughs> Where shit can get done in any way, shape, or form, or fashion, in any way that you can imagine with anything that you can imagine, just about. <laughs> the downside to this, though, and I think this is where I had this conversation with one of my coworkers, having so much available makes it, puts it at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. because there's not much of a challenge to be creative outside of what's available because every tool that you need to do it is at your fingertips just about whether it's an app mm-hmm. uh if it's a computer camera anything like that mm-hmm. and I think the challenge for us especially when I was younger you know when we were younger is that we had to work with what we had and still come up with something dynamic Mm-hmm. So you challenged your imagination, but when you got that person behind you that says, you can do this, I got you, that again is creating a blurred in the future because to, to, to promote the imagination of a child mm-hmm. can do wonders, especially if they are playing make-believe and playing pretend. Mm-hmm. You don't know what type of stories they have in their mind that they could just sit down and write. What kind of characters are they creating? Right. What 
stories are going to come out later. They go, oh, I remember writing it, thinking of this as a kid. And they come up with one of the most groundbreaking series of all time because they were encouraged to use their imagination. Mm-hmm. I think for me, above anything else, it was important to me mm-hmm. that my children, or it is important to me, that my children are unapologetically themselves. Like it was yes. okay. Bailey was a little bohemian and you know, that's why she read tarot cards and shit right now. <laughs> but that's her thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, David is a gamer and mm-hmm. Dylan is more into sci-fi than she will let you know. She I'm won't. telling you the day that I found out that Dylan was a bona fide blurred was when she was telling me about a TARDIS and I didn't know what a TARDIS was. <laughs> That's right. She's a Whovian. Oh, I do yes. know. I know now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all, all the Whovians. I watch Dr. Fucking Who. <laughs> Shout out to all the Whovians in the world. Let's go. <laughs> you know where your TARDIS is. <laughs> or do you? Ah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But when you do find out that it is, mm-hmm. and you find out that your child is interested in science fiction and fantasy and, and, and animation and stories and comics and games and things like that, that is the impetus of a creative mind. And now as mothers, as parents, you have a choice. You can either encourage this and see where it goes and show them that you're behind the 100% or you can continue to conform to the standards of society and make them feel like this isn't acceptable. Unfortunately, some people tend to go the other route and think that well, they're not going to accept this because no one likes a nerd. No one likes a geek. You know, don't tell anyone that you're doing that. Don't tell them that that's what you love and what you're a part of. Why not? Why not? Why not tell them? Why not show them? Why not show that you are nurturing the next generation of creators, TV producers, authors, artists, comic creators, programmers, filmmakers, <laughs> yep, right there, even though the mic is muted. I see that right here. But it, it's it's all it's all a wonderful thing. And I, I thank my mom. I thank my mom, my grandmother, and my great grandmother for encouraging that in me. Even when I was going to church, <laughs> they were still encouraging it. My grandmother was always funny. She says, Monty, have you thought of a story today? And I'd be telling her a story that just came off the top of my head. So I learned how to be creative and use impromptu and, you know, being spontaneous and enjoying it the whole time. But of course, there's going to be a downside. And it's not always easy to raise a child in a society where their standards tend to just smash up against people's faces this is what you should do this is how you should be this is what we consider the norm no 
because the norm is garbage. There is no norm. There's no norm. There is no norm. There shouldn't be a norm. What is normal? Who measures normal? I'm not normal. I haven't been normal since the day I was born. My mom smacked me on the ass in 1969. I didn't cry. I just said, I'm not normal. I didn't say anything else. <laughs> so I can't hear you, Angie. All the time I've been sitting here on damn mute. I was sitting here on, I said, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Now, what did you say? All the time. The whole damn time. But you, you, but you, you, we've talked about this before. And mm -hmm. I think that's what makes these unions like, you know, your, your, your friendship with me and mine with you and the people we have in our life that we know our bonafide mm -hmm. certified nerds and blurs. Mm -hmm. We've all got a story to tell and our journeys may be, may have traveled in different directions, but they do come mm -hmm. to the same conclusion. This is who we are. This is who we are. And I thank my mom, my grandmother and my great grandmother for helping me get to this point in my life to being the man that I am, to being the blurticorn that I am today is because of mm -hmm. them. And to all blurred moms out there, especially Angie, because Angie's a blurred mom and she's amazing. And I'm not being no showing favoritism, but I've seen how she is with the kids. I've seen how she operates. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I stand an ovation all the time. All the time. And then we have our nerd conversation. It's like, ah, it's so wonderful. I love it. Ms. Angie, would you like to have the final word? I just want to say, um, again, happy Mother's Day to all mothers out there. I think most of my encouragement came from my other parent. And so I will talk about that next month. <laughs> we'll discuss that on the third Sunday. <laughs> True. Yes. Or is it the second Sunday? It's the third Sunday, right? Yes, third Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, we'll talk about that on the third Sunday. Yes, we'll do that on the third Sunday. <laughs> and with that being said, we have come to the end of another episode of the Blurred Corn Speaks podcast. You guys, thank you for struggling with my voice and the coughing. I am so sorry. I will apologize profusely through this. And Angie for tolerating me. Thank you so much, my mm -hmm. love. I appreciate you. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're welcome. I, you know, I, let me apologize for sitting here on mute for about 15 fucking minutes because I was... <laughs> Just a talking down, answering Montel, not realizing he couldn't hear what the hell I was saying. I just said, I can't hear you. You're on mute. I can't hear you. And she went, oh, shit. And okay. when you finally said it out loud. I said I love like twice, but you were, you were otherwise preoccupied. You know, you were being a blurred mom. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I have, Sydney is up this morning. And I, that's the one thing about when she gets a good night's sleep is that she's up at the butt ass crack of the one in the morning. And... <laughs> And speaking of in Sydney, happy early birthday. When's your birthday? To my late Mother's Day gift. <coughs> Sydney on the 27th will oh, be seven shoot. years old. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. <sighs> so, so Miss <laughs> Angie, where can they find you, baby, and show you love? 
Mm, you can find me on Instagram at Miss Angie the Foodie, but y'all know I'm a lurker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Professional. I Professional at that. I just be looking, be looking y'all. <laughs> she'll she'll pipe in when she feels like there's something she's got to say. <laughs> yeah, and oh, don't forget, you know, the Hampton Roads Comic Con is coming up. So, yes, yes, and Tide Water's coming up next weekend. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tide Water. So I may go. I don't know. It's been, it's, depends on how the coins are kind to me. Um, everybody, if you don't know where you're to find me, then I don't know what to tell you. Twitter, Instagram, Navy Montel, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Road Catnip. We're going to keep it simple. And you can find us, Blur the Corn Speaks, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can find us across all podcast platforms. Tell your friends about mm-hmm. us if you like what Angie and I do. Please tell everyone about us. And I found out something too with them switching over from Anchor to Spotify for podcasters. You have to have mm-hmm. at least a hundred people following your podcast before you can put ads onto your podcast episodes. And last count, we're at 82. 82 people following <laughs> us on, on Spotify. So Thank you to the 82 who decided that we were worth your time yes. and effort. Tell a friend. Tell a friend tell and a tell friend a friend. Tell a friend. So, Absolutely. So <laughs> in the meantime and in between time, as we tell you beautiful, sexy people from this side of the blur sack, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay sexy, and be proud in your blurred. And look, me and Montel are going to do a live event so we can drive up our subscribers. Y'all better show up. Mm. And you better bring somebody. And you better have someone. (laughs) I love this woman. I love this woman. Y'all have no idea how much I love this woman. Y'all take care. I'll see you later. (laughs) Bye-bye, guys.